Season two of In Her Purpose Show, a platform where we feature female game changers who have paved the way on succeeding their goals and continue to inspire at the same time. I'm your host, Mafe Yunan Velasco, and this show is very close to my heart because I am able to learn and grow with two amazing, beautiful women who are the founders and also authors of In Her Purpose Book and Company. So honored to always introduce them to you all. First, let's start off with Jen Redondo Marquez, who is a game changer herself, working in the tech world and serving as a mentor for Collective Hustle. And Pasta, Filipino-Americans in Silicon Valley Tech. And of course, Rose Buado, mother of two, businesswoman, mentor to young women entrepreneurs, inspirational speaker, and the, and the manager of the Philharmonic. Hello, ladies. Hi. Hello. Hello. Um, well, it's happy Thursday night to you, and it's Friday for me. But we do have uh, also an amazing guest who is coming from all the way from Canada. Uh, let me introduce her real quick before we invite her to the studio. Sheena Yap Chan is an award-winning author and a host of award-winning podcast, The Tao of Self-Confidence, made to help Asian women build their self-confidence. So I am excited to introduce you to the In Her Purpose community. Let's welcome on the show, Sheena Yap-Chan. Hi, Sheena. Hey, hey ladies. Thanks so much for, the, for inviting me here. I'm super honored to be here today to just chat with you and connect and you know just talk about anything and everything. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We are love that super voice. excited. We're super excited to have you tonight. If um, you could, could you introduce yourself to our community? Yeah. Who, have, who may have not met you, who you are, what you do, and how you got to where you are today. Sure. So my name is Sheena Yapchan. I'm from Toronto, Canada, originally born in Cebu City, Philippines, and I'm a keynote speaker, coach, consultant, best-selling author and award-winning podcaster on building self-confidence. Um, for me, you know, elevating the Asian women's voices has always been my passion and my mission, just because, you know, for the longest time, society always keeps seeing us as quiet and submissive and obedient. And I really want to dismantle that. I want to showcase, you know, Asian women who are strong, who are powerful, who are brave, who are resilient. And there's so many of us out there. It's just nobody talks about it. I think sometimes it's due to our upbringing. And now is the time more than ever to speak up, especially with what's been going on in the Asian community, not only in the U.S., but also in Canada. You know, women are two, almost two and a half times more tar tar targeted than men when it comes to Asian hate crime. So now is the time for us to really speak up for a community, you know, showcase, you know, what it means to be a strong, powerful woman, especially for strong, powerful Asian women. And yeah, it's just been such a great journey. I mean, of course, there's always ups and downs, like every other journey. But I think the moment, you know, we start talking about that and just getting real, people can realize like, it's just all part of the process. I'm, I'm not perfect. You know, I'm human, just like everyone else. And I think the more we can just showcase that, 
people can feel, you know, a lot better, especially, you know, the pandemic, you know, it's been so crazy. Everyone's mental health is heightened even more now for the Asian community because we're dealing with racism and the pandemic. So it's, you know, twice the, uh, the, the, you know, the issues that we're dealing with. And so now's the time to just, you know, create platforms, create representation, showcase more women, showcase our community more and talk about things that's never talked about in America or Canada. Awesome. How did you get into what you're doing right now? For me, it was really just, you know, growing up in Canada in the 90s, um, it was, I never saw anybody that looked like me. There was no Asian role model, female role models I could look up to. And so I always felt like being Asian was, you know, something to be embarrassed of, right? I always wanted to like change my name to Heather, have blonde hair and blue eyes because that's what I thought being beautiful was. And it's so funny. Every time I share this story, you know, you know, uh, other women, like even Asian women, black women, Latino women, they're like, you know, I had a white girl name too. And I think we all just feel like this, right? Because back then there wasn't enough representation. And so I always knew that I wanted to help people, especially women and especially Asian women because of the things that we go through, right? Uh, you know, growing up in the Philippines, being and also being in a Chinese family, it's like you're li living with two different Asian cultures, right? In the Philippines, it's like, if you have dark skin, you're not considered beautiful. And then you see huge, like, you know, uh, skin whitening creams and lotions and potions all over EDSA with these big billboards, which really doesn't help us, right? Everyone's beautiful in their own skin. And then, you know, being in a Chinese family, it's like there's a certain way you're supposed to live. It's like go to school, get a job, get married, and never rock the boat, right? And that's why as women, we're suffering so much. That's why we become that easy target because we've been brought up to say, never say anything, even when something bad happens to us. And, you know, there's so many instances, even what's going on now with our community. I remember a couple of weeks ago, how a woman was walking outside with her baby and a man, you know, spat on her, called her a racial slur. And she actually wasn't going to report it. Uh, if, if it wasn't for husband, her husband going to the police to report it, she wouldn't have said anything. And so this is why it's so important for us to speak up. And it's not easy. Of course, it's not easy. It's scary because we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know if we're going to be a target, but we got to start somewhere. We got to, you know, um, put our voices out because if we keep silent, it's just going to get worse, right? We'll, we'll just keep on becoming that target. And so for me, it was just, I think I just wanted to create it, create something that like 12, 12 year old me wanted, you know, back then. And I think a lot of us do things because we just wish we, we had something, you know, in our earlier days or in our younger days. And I didn't want current and future generations to feel like they had no one to look up to. You know, of course, there's been improvements. I mean, in the Oscars alone, three Asian women won an Oscar, which is amazing. Even, you know, Vice President of the, of the United States is part Asian. And so, yes, there is, uh, you know, there is improvement, but also the pandemic has set us back so much for women, right? Uh, here in Canada, they, 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 they uh, had a report saying since February 2020, women lost their jobs 10 times more than men. Isn't that crazy? Like 10 times more than men. And even in the States in like the month of December, 100% job loss for women. It's just crazy what we go through. And most of the women, they had to quit their jobs because they had to be at home with their babies, right? Because their kids are not able to go to school. They have to stay home to do online learning and there's no daycares, you know, open. And so they had to be the caretaker. And so it, it's really crazy, you know, the amount of things we go through as women. Um, you know, we, we wear so many hats, we do so many things. And so sometimes it really, um, 
sometimes I get really mad when people are like, you know, you're not doing enough, especially when a man tells you that, right? Because a man doesn't know what a woman goes through, the many things that we go through and the many things that we have to do to provide for our families, to provide, you know, for, for other people. And so it, this is why it's so important for us to just talk about these things, things that's never talked about, things that are scary to talk about, because if we don't, if we don't, if we never talk about them, they'll never be normalized, right? Especially like mental health. Mental health is such a huge taboo in the Asian community. It's like, if you talk about it, people might think something's wrong with you, but you know, we're all human. We're all going to go through it, especially through this pandemic. Everyone's a little bit paranoid. Everyone's you know, too afraid to go out sometimes because we don't know what's going to happen, especially in the beginning, right? Like for me in the beginning, I thought it was the end of the world, to be honest. Like I just thought, okay, well, the world's closing. (laughs) I just decided to like watch Netflix, like watch K-drama all day because I just didn't think, you know, the world was going to open again. It was like the twilight zone. (laughs) That's exactly what I did. I was like, man, I didn't think it was going to last that long. But then when it started to last really long, I was like, oh, my God, we're all going to die. It's the end of the world. Yeah, I I felt the same way. So don't worry, Jen. I was like, people are fighting over toilet paper. What has this world come to? We're going to die. Yeah. Um, Aside from what's currently taking place now, what are some of the challenges that you've had to overcome throughout your career journey? Oh my God, where do I begin? (laughs) Um, Just being able to overcome my fears, right? I think, you know, sometimes when we see other people and they're doing so well, you're like, why can't I be like them? You know, the compare syndrome. I mean, that's normal, right? We look at other people and we're like, I wish we were like them. But sometimes we don't realize the things they've gone through, right? You can't compare your chapter one to their chapter 20. And instead of, you know, being jealous and feeling like, oh, why do they get all the spotlight and I don't, you just have to cheer for them, right? Because at least there's someone out there who is paving the way for you. So, um, you know, just being able to come over that, some over over the my mindset shift, right? Always thinking I wasn't enough, you know, always, always always afraid of making a decision, uh, not going with my intuition. I mean, this this is something we all go through, right? Self-doubt, um, the fear of just even taking that first step towards your journey. Like, it's all scary. And even rejection, right? Who Nobody likes to get rejected, right? But people don't realize, like, you get rejected a lot in this journey, right? You might have to go through, like, a hundred rejections or even a thousand to just get one yes. But sometimes that one yes, you never know where it could lead you, right? I mean, there's so many different examples of people who've failed multiple times, but was able to just keep going no matter what happens. And that takes that takes work, right? That takes work on our part, uh, doing the inner work, taking, uh, seeing things in a different perspective and surrounding yourself with like-minded women, right? Because if you surround yourself with other people who don't, um, who aren't as, ambitious or who doesn't think what you're doing makes sense. It's like you need to surround yourself with other people who understand the things that you go through, right? The 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 bad the good and the bad and the ugly. And there's a, a lot of ugly moments, right? Sometimes you just want to ugly cry or you like think to yourself, is a is what I'm doing even like worth doing? Or is this making sense for me? And so I'm pretty sure we all go through that. And and sometimes I'm like, I don't even know if this is worth it. There, you know, there's days where I'd want to quit for sure, right? 
because when you're in this journey, especially in the beginning, it's all crickets, right? You don't hear anything. You don't know what's going on. You don't know if what you're doing makes sense. But people yeah. don't realize there are a lot of like, you know, those secret fans or those secret people who are like cheering you quietly or like, you know, don't want to say anything yet because they're just seeing if you're if you just keep going. Right. People will admire you if you're just if you just keep going. Right. If you just keep doing what you're doing, you know, taking your mission because they appreciate the journey that you've been on, right? Going from point A to point B. And a lot in between, it's all a hot mess, right? It's like a roller coaster. It's up and down, it's upside down, it's sideways. And I, th this is all things that we need to talk about, right? Especially when social media, it's like, you know, you see someone with a fancy car and the fancy house and it's like, yeah, I'm living the life. I'm like, yeah, that's great, right? But not everyone's really living that life. And when they see that, it's like, well, I haven't reached that that moment yet. So maybe I'm a failure because I don't have the fancy car or the fancy house. And, mm. you know, sometimes even other, some people are considered overnight success, but they're not really overnight success. They've been working at it for years, right? Uh, they've been putting in the work day in and day out. Like if you're a singer, you've been through audition, 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 or going to clubs all the time to like showcase your talent or even comedians, same thing. They just kept going to one, um, you know, comedy act to another one to another one or have like open mic nights just to just, you know, practice their craft and just showcase their talent. So it, it takes work, of course, right? But it's not really work if you love what you're doing, right? Even the, the stuff that sucks, it doesn't suck as much because you're you're going towards a bigger purpose. Um, yeah, like just so many, I guess, really just learning to see the worth in myself, right? And that's not always easy. It doesn't happen overnight, especially with the upbringing, like the upbringing that we have sometimes that if you've been taught a certain way for like 20, 30 years, it's going to take a while to unprogram it, right? But that takes work on your part. It all depends on how willing are you going to change your mindset and work on yourself and like really work on yourself because we have so much unprogramming to do, right? I mean, in the you know, in the Philippines, like I failed kindergarten for coloring outside the lines and I didn't realize how that even affected me you know yeah. just just thinking like i was always a constant failure because of one moment right. when i was five years old you you said something that i when you when when you said something like you know when you're doing things that you really hate doing or you're like why am i doing this i had a moment just the other day rose we um, were packaging a bunch of ube extract and both of us were on the floor trying to squeeze it in the bottle into this like small styrofoam, like the bubble wrap. And I was like, why are we doing this? This is taking the whole day. It looked so easy. And I'm thinking, wow, we're really doing this right now. It took the entire day. But mm -hmm. if you do it, yeah. <laughs> we have to do it because it's for our, our you know, our, our business and it's ours. And, you know, when, when it sells on Amazon, I'm sure we like super happy, you know? Yeah. And I think people don't talk about, you know, like just learning to embrace the suck because there's a lot of sucky moments, right? Like even when I first started my podcast, like trying to edit my first episode, it was like two hours of for like a five minute audio. And I want, I wanted to cry. I really wanted to cry because I was like, oh my God, if, if this is what's going to happen to me, like, do I really want to do this show? Right. Is this even <laughs> worth it? So I'm glad I pushed through it. And sometimes we just got to push through the things that suck or the things that scare us. Right. And of course, 
you know, when you're at that moment, it's going to feel like really bad. You're going to feel sick. You're going to feel like puking. You're going to have sweaty palms. But after that, after once you've like gone over the hump, you'll let, you're like, it's not as bad as I thought. <laughs> and you're ready to like conquer the next thing. And that's the only way to like, you know, overcome our fears. We just got to push through it, even if it is scary. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I always say to be fearless isn't about having no fears. It's just it, you have them, but you just push through it anyway. Yeah. 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 Sure. Uh, the last question I had is what current projects or um, things you have going on that you want to share with our audience? Yeah, I mean, we recently just launched our book. Um, I have two books here. So this one's called Asian Women Who Boss Up. And I really love this book because, you know, you don't see a lot of books that showcase 16 Asian women on a cover of a book right? It's, 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 it's rare. Um, and even if there is one, nobody talks about it because, you know, especially for women, it's like, it's not proper to promote yourself or showcase yourself or show off your products and services. But here's me, I'm pimping it out. Here's my book, right? And then uh, a couple of days ago, this book launched on Amazon, International Women of Color Who Boss Up, which is just as amazing, especially in a time where, you know, solidarity is really important and being able to work together with other cultures and because we all go through the similar things, right? We, we've all gone through racism. We've all gone th- through like an unfair advantage. And the only way really to end these big problems is to work together and um, stand in solidarity. And it makes a huge difference when people are working together versus doing things alone. So this is actually out on Amazon. This one also is on Amazon, but I also have, um, you can pre-order signed copies of it through my website just look up Sheena Yapchan. I'm the only Sheena Yapchan. But, you know, this was like when I saw Crazy Rich Asians for the first time in the theater. I was like, finally, something about Asians, that's not the stereotype, right? I mean, we're always seen as like the nerd or the one with the heavy accent. Not that anything's wrong with that, but of course there's more to us than just our stereotypes, right? I mean, that's why I created the podcast. I wanted to showcase multifaceted Asian women, Asian women from all over the world. I mean, Mafe was one of my guests. She has an amazing story. I've been able to interview women who, um, who's, who's able to fly a plane with her feet because she was born with no arms. And I think that is amazing when someone can do that, right? Uh, also, I've interviewed women who wanted to sing and write Christmas songs for a living. Like that's her career, Christmas song artists. And, you know, that would totally work in the Philippines because Christmas is there for like six months at a time. So, um, it's just, yeah, it's just really showing the, um, the, like what's possible, right? What's possible for you showing them that you can be anything you really choose yourself to be. And that everyone goes through tough times. Everyone goes through their lowest moments of their life, but they're able to pick themselves back up to move forward, right? We all go through a moment in our time where it's just like, you know, is there any other way? Like, you know, we're at our lowest moment and there's no other way out. But really there is. The the other way is just to go up, right? And these stories are important because there's no, nobody's talking about them. Nobody's sharing them. Like when I first started podcasting, it was like there was no other Asian podcaster or there was very little. And so I was like, is this a path I should be taking? I went ahead with it anyway. And like, even now there's so many Asian hosted podcasts, which is great. Like Apple just curated their uh, list for AAPI month. And, you know, just seeing so many different uh, podcasts is just amazing. Uh, Before Mm -hmm. it started with like five, then 10. And now it's like over 50 podcasts uh, that's Asian hosted that they celebrated for AAPI month, which is 
this month. And, you know, it's, it's important to showcase us to, to also talk about the things that we go through. So they don't see that we're not like, we're more than just a stereotype, right? We, we all have different talents. We're all different people. We have different languages, you know, not all Asians come from China. It's, it's all these crazy things that people think we are. And even uh, yesterday I was talking to a reporter and we were talking about how like Asian American history is not taught in schools. Right. And that, that, to me is very important because we need to know what what you know our asian you know ancestors or brothers or sisters from back then went through like nobody like i never knew there was a chinese exclusion act right mm -hmm. i mean the fact that you're barred from a country based on your race is really racist <laughs> and 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 you know we also had the japanese internment camps i think even the first settlers in america were, were filipinos right in like the late 1500s so it's like people think we just came here yesterday and that racism only started yesterday but this has been going on for so long it's just because nobody talks about it and and you know we didn't really have a lot of mainstream media when all these things were happening so if nobody knows about it, people don't think we go through it. It doesn't happen. And I remember like even in the beginning of the year when I was telling people who aren't Asian about what's been going on, like the first thing they would say was, I didn't even know that was going on. I'm like, yeah, you don't because nobody's talking about it, right? Mainstream media doesn't want to do want to talk about it. It had to take, you know, um, the Atlanta shooting for people to actually wake up. And a lot of people think, you know, you guys are crying over one incident. We're not, I'm like, no, we're not crying over over from one incident it's actually many many incidents this just was the worst right because this guy decided to just come mm -hmm. in three different spas and have a shooting spree and you know our elderly every single day there's a, a headline you know where elderly the elderly is you know being targeted and it's it's really you know it's really sad like you know it makes you want to cry especially um with the Filipino woman who was walking to church and the, the guy, you know, was beating her to a pulp and like the, the staff from the building literally closed the door on her. And, you know, especially seeing her face and who she was, it made me even more sad because she was like, you know, she could be like the Tita who always makes sure you have food everywhere. You go to her house, you always come get come, like go out with food in like a container of food or things like that. Or like when you see her on the street, She's so happy to to talk to you and she'd be like, Anak, how are you doing? Uh, did you eat yet? You know, just, it's just, people don't realize that could be someone's mother, someone's grandmother. And it's important to talk about this, right? It's, of course, it's not easy. It's uncomfortable. But if we don't bring these issues up, no one's going to know about it. Mm -hmm. and so this yeah, I love your mission. I love what you're doing. I love what you're doing, sharing about the Asian, um, what's happening with us in the world right now. I love that you're um, promoting other women who are bossing up for Asian and international women out there in the, in the world. But with all of that work, what do you do to unplug and, you know, find balance with yourself? Uh, so I do love to watch a lot of K-drama and also Tagalog movies. Kathniel is my favorite uh, love team. <laughs> <laughs> I also uh, spend time with my family. Uh, also like to work out. That's my nephew. His name is Nolan. He's actually two years old now. They grow up so fast. And uh, before the pandemic, I would usually actually go back to the Philippines a lot because I still have my two Lolas there who are living in Cebu. Oh, very good. Yeah. I love that. Um, so it's good. It's good that we also, as you know, in her purpose, we love to showcase 
Asian women just redefining success, just like, you know, just like the book that we wrote. And, but only, but not only that, but we also want to know about like self care and we want to know like what your balance is. So that's really good that you do that because it is important for like our mental health and stuff like that. So, yeah. very good. Um, so what, okay, so if you were to walk into a room, what would your theme song be? Oh, uh, <laughs> so I really like this new song by a K-pop group called Itzy. It's called um, Wannabe, I think. Yeah, so it's, the message is like, I just want to be myself. Uh -huh. <laughs> I love it. I love it. See, that's so, that's so cool. Um, last week it was... Um, Alicia Keys. I mean, we're getting like so many, so many good or good songs to like put into our, our um, our what's that? Our Spotify playlist. Yeah. I've been a huge K-pop listener now since the pandemic, and like a huge K-drama person as well. So um, I've been watching that. But I also actually like um, this one group in the Philippines who hasn't debuted yet, but they're called Beanie. They're like the first one of the first p-pop groups but they're actually pretty amazing like if you see them dance they're probably the most like sync dancers i've ever seen in a group um wow. they're phenomenal yeah oh my God. <laughs> for sure yeah um, okay so uh this is like this is a really um near and dear question to us uh what do you believe your purpose is and what does living your purpose look like to you you know, my purpose always changes every day, but I think it really just goes back to helping women, elevating women, building more women leaders up, especially Asian women, just because, you know, I want them to have what I didn't have growing up. I want to show them what's possible. You know, I have, um, I have, you know, little nieces and nephews. I have uh, goddaughters, you know, I don't want them to think like they're only, they can only be one thing or two things or whatever, you know, your parents set up for you, right? I want them to realize they can be anything they choose to be if they really want it. And so, yeah, just being able to elevate women because, you know, as women, we, we, we go through so many things. We're still going through a lot of things. And for me, I think women can change the world, really. If we learn, if we can help women rise up more and show them what's possible, like that's what could change the world, the economy. And even there's articles saying like, you know, in this, in a post pandemic world, we really need more women leaders, right? And they had this thing that, you know, at the rate we're going, it's going to take 130 years for gender parity to be achieved. And I don't think anybody wants to wait that long. I definitely don't. I mean, it's 2021. And this is the kind of news we're hearing, like, it's really awful. I mean, we should be uh, advancing way more, right? And especially like, um, in the Philippines, right? There's so many things that Asian, like Filipino women go through, right? And mm -hmm. even with uh, the CEO of Rappler, uh, Maria Ressa, like she's being, uh, she could, she could face life imprisonment just for her freedom of speech. And if that really happens, that's going to bring us back so many generations, right? It's going to, it's going to send a message like, you know, we can, as you're, you're the woman, we can tell you what to do. Uh, if you say something out of line, we'll put you in jail. And that's not the type of things we want to send our message, especially in the Philippines, right? We need to stand in solidarity with her and show her that, you know, she was just doing her job. She's doing what she loves, which is her, you know, freedom of speech, right? And it's it's important because now there's people out there who are trying to bring her down, who are trying to say, no, she's a right. criminal when she isn't. And so um, th this is just as important, right? Just because, you know, we're going through a lot of things in the Philippines, in America and, 
in Canada doesn't mean the other, like, you know, other parts of the world aren't dealing with their own problems. Like um, Myanmar, you know, their leader is being detained, right? And India having a huge crisis with the COVID. In the Philippines, we're dealing with, you know, a president who just decides to do different things, right? Like putting up a law to really just pick anyone who he thinks is a terrorist and just has the audacity to just kill them, which is not right, which is totally inhumane. And so I don't want people thinking like the whole world revolves around us, but because I know I understand like the whole world is suffering right now and we need to bring right. all these things up. Yeah, very, um, those are all very interesting, very interesting uh, topics and things for us to know. And I'm glad that you're out here and raising awareness. Very cool. What are, um, what, as a leader, what are three pieces of wisdom you can give to young folks who want to be or who want to follow in your footsteps? I think three tips is uh, push through your fears because you're always going to have some form of fear, right? Uh, be okay with rejection, like learn to just embrace it and embrace the unknown. I know we've been brought up to always have a stable job, stable paycheck, stable life. And so the unknown is very scary for us. And I was the same too. Um, it was it was scary, right? Like when you go out there and you have no idea what's going to happen, but when you can learn to embrace it, you just never know what opportunities may rise. So those are the three things I would say uh, for to become a leader. Thank you, Sheena. Everything that you shared here has definitely put a spotlight on what other women are going through. I mean, including myself, when you talked about uh, when you are voicing yourself out, it was your 12 year old self, yeah. you know? Um, and I know we discussed this before because, you know, I've shared with you how I was bullied when I was younger and I was afraid to, to have a voice and share it with my mom until she finally called me crying in, in, you know, in the backyard, you know, asking me what happened. And when I finally, shared with her, I actually saw a very strong Asian woman in my mom, you know, defending me. And I think that's where it came from for me. And, and then fast, fast forward, you know, children can be the most um, meanest people in the world, right? <laughs> I don't know if you, if you experienced something like that, but I think maybe the reason why I even went through the pageantry journey is because um, a group of boys, of course, I'm gonna call them boys now. I drew a picture of me that I was like a flat as a fence, and you know, that still has until today because it was very visual. Yeah, and they drew a fence and then they drew me right there, and you're the same. I'm just like, how cruel are you? Like, how do you why do you want to do that? And of course, now, I mean, when we were growing up, it was to our face, but now we yeah. have social media, we have you know, social just, media makes media. it worse. Yeah. Exactly. So I know that our voices need to be heard. Yeah. And as women, of course, yes, like I have a daughter now, and I know Rose does too, and we want to make sure that they're strong women, not even just Asian women, just strong, strong women, and be able to have a fair, uh, I guess, uh, advantage. Yeah. Right. So I appreciate you. I appreciate Jen and Rose also for showcasing or putting a spotlight on women, Asian women who have really paved the way on inspiring, uh, you know, with the challenges of their life. Because it is endless, right? Until yeah. now, we have constant challenges thrown at us. But if oh we my just God. 
and, and the pandemic has made us even like have way more challenges, right? Just listening to some of the women's stories I've met, it's just crazy what we go through as women, you know, just sometimes, you know, what happens when a man's ego gets in the way or um, just stories of like, um, you know, men f making women feel bad if they don't buy their products, which I think is really, really uncalled for. And so we have to realize, like, you know, if men do that to you, they're not, they don't care about you. They just, you know, they just want the sale, right? I mean, it, it's just crazy. It, like, I'm just like, I can't believe we're still going through all this kind of stuff in 2021. Um, but this is the hand that we're done. We have to find ways to fix it, right? Or, you know, help build more women up. Uh, because if we don't, like, it's just going to get worse. Exactly. I know you said, yeah, go ahead, Jen. Oh, no, I was going to say one of the interesting things that I read during the pandemic was the countries that actually um, have the best um, outcome. I don't, yeah, outcome. But had women leaders, right? Yeah. Like in, I think it's like New Zealand, Australia. Was it New Zealand and Australia or just New Zealand? Yeah. Um, um, isn't Taiwan also? Um, yeah, Taiwan. Taiwan. I think those were like some of the countries. So I was like, well then yeah. we should have more female leaders if that is the case yeah so i mean like the best piece of um news that i heard and read during and i i, I try to stay away from it during the pandemic because everything is just so negative i know so, and you end, you end up in a rabbit hole of like all this news right and it's just like it can get crazy <laughs> yeah yeah. But then with uh, both of you and of course, including Rose, you guys are really uh, inspiring everyone and motivating everyone through your podcast, of course, uh, Sheena. Maybe you can invite everyone to uh, where they can listen to your podcast and, and also where they can purchase your book. Yeah, so they can check out the podcast, The Tao of Self-Confidence, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, all the major directories. Or you can check out my website, thetaoofselfconfidence.com. Uh, if you'd like to pre-order a copy of Asian Women Who Boss Up, feel free to check it out on my website, sheenayapchan.com. Uh, and if it, if anything else, just if you forget, just just Google my name. I'm the only Sheena Yabchan. I'm really not that hard to find. Or even Google Asian women who boss up. You'll see the book <laughs> that's available for pre-order. So really, just really excited to be in these books, uh, showcasing, you know, more diversity and inclusion and showing, you know, the world that we're capable and we're here bossing up, not only in business, but in life because it's time. <laughs> yes. Oh, see, Jen? Romeo is also talking through Sheena. <laughs> oh. It's time with um, Jen's husband's tagline. That's forever oh. his tagline. So thank you for joining us and inspiring the inner purpose community. I, I'm sure everybody is truly uh, motivated with what you shared here. So Jen, another great episode. Uh, I know Rose had to go on a coaching call. So on behalf of Rose and Jen, we appreciate you. And we look forward to future collaborations, perhaps, uh, maybe another book within her purpose and uh, Sheena in it. Uh, but let's see what the, the future holds. But regardless, thank you, Sheena. We'll talk to you offline. Please stay. And we'll uh, discuss how amazing this show has been with you. And of course, happy Mother's Day, Jen, to your mom and of course, 
Rose's mom, and uh, to all the moms of In Her Purpose uh, community, including my mom. I love you, mom. So, Jen, maybe you can share on the gifts that we have in In Her Purpose shop for gift ideas. Yes, so currently in our shop, we have these candles that are made specifically and exclusive for In Her Purpose. It's made by Sweet Pea Collective, named after a few of the titles in the book, Be Still, Be Grateful, and there's one just be whatever you want it to be. They smell really pretty, and... Uh, oh, okay. There's a bit of a static coming your oh, Can you hear me now? I can hear you, but go ahead. Okay. And um, basically the candles are Penai, Filipino-American made, so support her. Um, my other favorite thing right now, oh man, I'm not wearing it, but I brought it with me here home to LA, and it's one of Jake Floresca's sweatshirts that yeah. have, it ha they have Filipino sayings. The one I have says Martha, it comes in black and pink. Um, there's Maganda. There's a bunch of other phrases, but I forgot right now. Um, but if you go onto our website, that's also available as well. And like I was talking about earlier, our Ube extract uh, has been really popular on Amazon, so I was having to package all that. It's available on IHP Shop as well. Um, and if you're in LA, Hi-Fi Kitchen right now is making these Ube floats with yes, maize ma ma ice cream. Yes, yes. So I had that today um, for lunch. So if you're in LA, um, and and go down go to downtown LA and pick some. Uh, they also have some special meals uh, celebrating um, May fourth. You know, May the fourth be with you. Yeah, nerds. So yeah. <laughs> that, oh, that is so good. But anyways, guys, if you are interested, please go visit IHP shop and also Instagram. You'll see all the goodies that in her purpose has for you and I'm sure your moms will um, enjoy the sweatshirt, the Ubi extract or even the book. I mean, you know, this is uh, really the legacy that our moms or even our Lolas have left for the Asian women of this generation. So please yeah. grab your copy and also Sheena's book is all about uh, how Asian women have really paved the way and uh, brought the voice that we have been um, fearful of, of, of voicing out. So thank you, everyone. Um, thanks, Jen and Rose. Another great episode of In Her Purpose. And we'll see you again next week. Um, have a great weekend and enjoy also your event. Jen, we forgot to talk about yeah. that. Yeah, well, it's sold out, unfortunately. So okay, well, congratulations. <laughs> We will be announcing or giving you guys, you know, updates and teasers of how the event will be. And I'm sure that it will be a successful one. So thank you also in collaboration with Alba Legacy and In Her Purpose and, of course, other vendors who are part of the uh, Mother's Day Mixer event. So everyone, be safe. Thank you, and thank you um, Jen. Yes. Oh, yes. If they miss out this time. Um, we're going to have a bigger venue and uh, another event in July in downtown LA. And the world will be a little bit more open up down here. So 
we will um, definitely let you all know once we have all the details. Exciting. I'll look forward for that. I'll manifest. I'll be there in July. So guys, if you didn't hear that, Jen announced that there will be another mixer happening in July. So please tune in, turn on your notifications on In Her Purpose social media so that you can be alerted on those announcements. So with that, guys, again, happy Mother's Day to all the moms. You deserve all the relaxation, happiness, and love. So see you guys next week. Bye. Ready or not, here I come. Never late when the night is young. Always late when the morning comes.